0: Oh, I'm very big.
1: Hello, and welcome back to Insert Credit, the only show on the internet in which we weekly deliver the loudest news, reviews, tips, and tricks... Fresh, dripped hot from the bottom of video games themselves. In each of our ten wild segments, we have six minutes to puncture your eardrums with the sick truth. If we can't reach a conclusive consensus within the time limit, listeners and participants alike suffer the buzzer. And now, your host, Alex Jaffe. Glory
0: to mankind. This is Insert Credit, the show where I interview the three most important-sounding people in video games I could find and ask them the most pressing questions of the day. I'm two-time bicycle theft victim Alex Jaffe, and wow. joining me as usual is other oceanographer Frank Cifaldi, Uh What's up, truck heck driver Tim Rogers?
2: Yeah, how you doing?
0: <laughs> okay. And gun sportsman Brandon Sheffield. That's who I am. What's on your mind today, boys?
3: Absolutely
2: oh, nothing. Dogs, I just beat
1: the Final Fantasy VII remake for the fourth time. <laughs>
2: nice. Oh heck! So you probably your... got all the dresses.
1: Uh, yes, yes, I got you... the third one on this play. Did
2: you? Did you get the uh, biker boy achievement?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, I got the biker boy achievement.
2: I, I've I've been playing that game. Uh, obviously, I haven't gotten nearly so far as beating it one time because yeah. it's a uh, it's very slow paced, and I'm not you know like. I'm not super jazzed on it. Um, uh, I don't dislike it, but the, like the real struggle for me has been figuring out which which language is the least annoying to listen to. And uh, I'm curious to know, Tim, which one you're playing it on. I played it in English four times, and I'm about to do it in, in
1: Japanese once. Oh, okay, the original Nihongo. Yeah, the uh, the superior Nihongo. I've watched a bunch of the cutscenes in Japanese though. They're so all
2: I've on been YouTube. I've been trying all the different ones uh, because each one of them was annoying me in a different way. Yeah. And uh I've pretty and oh, and through doing that I realized that the translations sure are different. Wildly process, different, like, yeah. Very different. And I
1: watched a couple key, like, late game cutscenes in all the languages just to see. And yeah, yeah there there are uh there's a really good line toward the end of the game that is just really good in English. I would play the game in English. This is an official endorsement. I think English has better writing, uh, especially as you get deeper into the game. The translators had a lot of fun.
2: Well, over here, uh, French is the one. I've been I've been using French because yeah, French the, is good. The voices are annoying me the least, and the fact my personal feeling about the translation is I don't like it that much, um, and it it feels kind of pedestrian to me in a way. And so, I'm a uh, I'm finding that playing it in the the language I understand least for audio makes me forgive the, the what I yeah. perceive as somewhat pedestrian English more.
1: Yeah. The, that's uh that's the old, uh, the reason people like, uh, I'm just going to say people like me and st- I'm not going to, I'm not going to make that a collective first person pronoun. It's the reason people like me listened to music in other languages in college. Uh, yeah. I'll admit it, you know, I'll use it. Um, I think the English. Uh, I don't know. Maybe you should try spending around two thousand hours replaying the original game sixteen times in both languages, and uh, then <laughs> then you might you might have uh, you might have just kind of painted yourself into the corner where you just love the English in this game. I really like.
0: That's the official yeah. insert credit opinion. Play the first game for two thousand hours in two languages, and then play the remake in French. Uh, here is the premise of this here show. Uh, The way this works is I present you all with a topic, and you have six minutes to reach a consensus on it. After that, I'll play a horrible sound to the microphone, and we'll have no choice but to move on no matter what's happening. Are we clear?
3: Yes. Uh, Crystal.
0: Yeah, why not? All right. Here's our first topic. When is a board game better than a video game, and how can we fix that?
4: Hmm.
3: I want to say really quick... uh... One of the best things about this pandemic is that I don't have to say no to board game night invites. Oh anymore. yeah, just ignore no,
1: board game night invites. Great point. Yeah, actually, I'm in New York, so let me tell you how board game night invites go in New York. Is people invite you, and then when you say no, that's exactly what they expect because nobody hangs out with anybody in New York. <laughs> <especially> <laughs> that not. Awesome. Like, so I can't, I can't get from the middle of Brooklyn to slightly further north in Brooklyn without going all the way up through Manhattan and then back down uh, on the subway. So it's like people just understand when you don't show up board game nights in New York are never it's, it's, it's wild. I love it. I
2: I played a board game in New York against my friend, Aaron Myers. And uh, we were playing settlers of Catan and his girlfriend at the time was also there and we were playing. I had never played settlers of Catan before. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to hoard all these sheep. I like these sheep. And he's like, that's, you know, that's not really a good, a good strategy that's not probably the way that you're gonna win i was like i don't care i like the sheep and um and then i won and he was like well you know in a real game you probably you probably wouldn't win it was great because uh he, he really had to uh <laughs> eat his words on that sheep stuff Th- then of no, course we I, played I we, yeah another time and he totally trounced me but whatever
1: i think we've all played soul Calibur in a college dorm right can we all right, right? probably yes oh yeah and you all know everybody picks nightmare and presses the god darn well i'm gonna go dreamcast the, the top button the was that the b button i don't know which button that is they press remember. the vertical slash button and just do his vertical slash combo and they yeah. win like a hundred times uh beginner's luck is a real thing
0: and write into know. show at insertcredit.com if you know what the top button on the dreamcast controller is
1: yeah <laughs> I, I i know what it is i'm just uh i messing um brandon uh so what I'm saying is, you really suck at Catan, probably.
2: Oh yeah, I mean, I, probably I like do.
1: settlers at Catan because I like any game that's about just kind of chilling, settling down, chill, you know, sitting, yeah, relaxing. And that you know, I think to make the worst joke possible.
2: But I, I, I think that despite the fact that was a joke, it actually is relevant to this topic because I think that one of the times when board games are better than video games is when you have space to chill out with other people while also doing a thing so like there's a lot of space and waiting in some board games i find Mm -hmm. while you're waiting for someone to take a turn and you can have a little chat while that's going on but you're all still thinking about the game it's sort of like a it's like an underlying thing to have during your your friend hangout conversation and i think that's like you can sort of have that in a video game but not exactly because you're I don't know. Then they're mostly not designed that way. Although, the, I mean, isn't that how people
0: treat spaces like Minecraft or even Fortnite? I guess mm. maybe it is. Yeah.
1: Well, lest I be uh, accused of flippancy, allow me to uh report that I believe video games or uh, board games are almost always better than video games. I think there's a lot of design trickery. Everybody talks about how they like 8 bit games and pixel art has so much soul because the restrictions forced the designers to be expressive in a limited space. And the music, the chiptune music, is so much more, more, more like energetic and real and raw than any Red Book audio could possibly be. Board games have to conjure a lot of imagination and excitement with paper and cardboard. And yeah. so, one, the one thing that I gave a, uh, I gave a lecture at the Game Developers Conference for which I received uproarious applause numerous times, okay, in which I talked about how eSports benefit from hidden information, and I think hidden information is just one of the things that board games have done over the past. i don't know what the board game generation, I don 't know which generation we're on now, though hidden information is like such a goddarn thing in uh board games like i know something you don't you know something i don't and i've always always wanted to make a video game that incorporated uh hidden information about as well as a as a board game did and that's why we had our experiment with our prototype grab jackers where you go in a door and you can press left and right to move to a different door but you can't see what door you're in and neither can your opponent you just have to feel it so if they see you go in the door they know that you're in the door and then you like If you could just graft this hidden information concept onto an action game, you can end up with something wild. Like Killer Queen, everything, Killer Queen is pretty much, it's based on a field game, which is sort of a board game just with the human bodies instead of pieces. So Killer Queen is an example of a bunch of board game language being used to just blow the doors off of a competitive action game. In which all the information is visible at all times on the screen, it's everywhere everywhere. Um, I thought it would be fun to try to start hiding some of that information. So that's what Grabjackers was. Look up my lecture called video games are better than sports. I did that one.
2: I
0: remember that one.
2: I feel like it's uh, one of those things where, you know, with board games, you're sort of designing for, you're kind of designing human behavior. You're designing what the humans are going to do, hopefully, but then the humans mm-hmm. get to kind of do whatever they want. But, you know, Human, humans as AI in a way. Um, and I think it's, it's interesting the way you can get, you have to think about human behavior more than interaction or like mechanical interactions, which is kind of a neat thing. And I guess games like Spy Party and whatever else sort of have that. And that's it. Oh
0: yeah. my God, for God's sake, God darn it. I think we covered some good ground there. No, no. Uh, this next one shouldn't be controversial at all. Uh, what is the easiest job in the video game business? Okay. Uh, oh, well, according to
1: uh, people in my sphere of acquaintances and people in my office when I worked at kotako.com, according to people I know uh, making videos about video games that are about 97 or 65 <laughs> minutes long and meticulously... Detailed involving about six or seven thousand <laughs> edits and and uh four to five hours of voice rehearsing and recording uh apparently that's the easiest job in the video game industry, according to people I know so I
2: have, uh, really that's true yeah. <laughs> I've heard from the internet if you browse for example Steam comments or Twitter, you will find that the easiest job is uh adding multiplayer to something yeah because that tells, <laughs> oh, yeah. like one two weeks tops well, well usually it's
3: just commented out and you just have to like get rid of the the, uh, <laughs> the some no like multiplayer
2: yeah. No, yeah. the easiest the, the
1: easiest job is definitely uh porting wii u games or porting like nintendo gamecube games to the nintendo wii u or the switch because oh, yeah. for that zelda wind waker all they did was export it in a different aspect
2: ratio with a filter on yeah. the graphics they just and
1: hit was, the export game button it was a, oh, right. well no wait no actually i think the the easiest job might be porting a video game to the nintendo switch that's definitely the easiest <laughs> job in the video game industry uh according to one guy i saw on twitter who i think he was an expert i don't remember he said that um <laughs> the the 3D artist who did Cloud in the Final Fantasy VII remake. Yes, was that it only took him five minutes. Apparently, he just copied and it was,
2: pasted it from Noctis or whomever.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was. That's literally it. You saw the same tweet. It was just Noctis. Or was it
2: pro- Prompto? I, I no, it was, it was no,
1: it was it was Noctis. It's just Noctis okay. with different hair. Yeah. So it was it was like that. Must that guy probably gets paid a lot? And it only took him five minutes to do that.
2: Oh man, I, this reminded me of a thing because I was trying to play. R four Ridge Racer four recently. Um but it has not
3: a... R four, the
2: DS flash card. Not the DS flash card. Uh, not and, uh, the
0: Obi Wan Kenobi's Astromech droid. No. Oh that's a good no. one
2: though. <laughs> Didn't know that existed myself. Sorry. Um but so I was trying to play that and then I remembered that the um the the like mascot avatar they have, Reiko or whatever her name is. Um I don't remember what her name was, but When the internet, and this was almost pre-internet, when they found out that it had basically, the male character modeler had modeled her after his own face, uh, like used that as a reference for all the expressions and stuff, (laughs) those people were just flying into a rage because they had been, she Mm -hmm. had been like the hottest girl mascot Mm -hmm. on like magazine covers forever, and they were like, what does this mean? Is he gay? Does it make me gay? Who's gay in this scenario? I need to know who's gay. Um, it, uh, yeah, that's, that's nobody leave this
0: gay. room until we find out who's gay here.
2: <laughs> so, so the easiest thing to do as a job in the game industry is make people think that they're gay or someone else is gay. I guess
1: my mom could do that job. Uh, <laughs> or she, could, or she, could, she could tell you. She could tell you who's gay. Is what I mean. She could. She could easily. She just she knows to every game. Right. She just has she, to call it. She knows every gay person in the world. I think she, she might be right sometimes. I mean, <laughs> if she does it at least, like, I don't know, two or three times a day, uh, <laughs> five times a day, ten times a day, she's bound to be right eventually.
3: Another thing that the internet has taught me is that um, modeling and animating Pokemon is very easy.
1: Oh, it's <laughs> so easy.
3: <laughs> yeah. So that could be a really kind of, you know,
1: To easy be fair, try. there's only like, there's only like yeah. 700
3: of them. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
1: They could just they could use some of the enormous money that they make from having one of the largest multimedia franchises in the world to just hire a couple
3: thousand more
1: animators. <laughs>
3: <laughs> as long as the animations don't look like the animations in the previous game, then we're good.
2: Exactly.
3: That's where I draw the line.
2: I'm trying to think if I can actually come up with a serious answer to this question, and it's very it's very difficult. Like You you know, there's there's folks out there who who want to be the idea person on a team, Mm -hmm. and that theoretically would be the easiest job. Except it's not a job. If you want to, first of all, it's not a job. Second of all, if you want to do a good job at being a creative director, which is what that actually turns into, um, you gotta constantly be refining those ideas and communicating them to other people and making sure that everyone's on board with it. And it just doesn't doesn't actually doesn't actually wind up being as easy as those folks think
3: the actual easiest job is that you work at a large company so long that they kind of forget why you're there and you just have a desk for some reason oh yeah you're in in ogusaka
1: gucci uh, circa 2001 that would have been the easiest job in the video game industry because he had a so the easiest job is create a legendary video game franchise take risks bust through barriers again and again never never make the same thing twice always insist on changing as much of it as possible every time risking financial ruin make a company from four employees to hundreds and then kind of fail at making a movie and then they'll just give you a desk and let you uh, make money your same
0: salary that's how yeah you that do sounds
2: it. right okay. i think we can think, call
0: that there without a noise i think we got we it we did it we did congratulations it.
2: Um, wow, our first related. noise of the day. Yeah, agree yeah. with
1: each
0: other or suffer the buzzer.
1: That's my my <laughs> <Yeah>. my catchphrase <laughs> that I that I propose to be the slogan for the show.
0: Uh we'll put it in the we just
1: have uh, to yell. bio. We have to yell. We need a, a single word that we have to yell to say we, we agree. Uno the consensus, uno, consensus <laughs> agreement. Sansei is the Japanese word.
0: Let's not do the Japanese word. We're going to work on Uh, it later. We're going to work on this next question is uh, coincidentally related to the last one. Uh, Have you ever played a game that would be drastically better if not for one easily fixable flaw? Oh, probably
2: (sighs) every Um, single every single one of them. But I mean, the easily fixable part is the tough thing, I guess. But there, like, there's things that bug me. But how easy are they to fix? Is okay. I I got one it's video game um, development everything's easy
3: all right. i i enjoyed um for the most part when it came out beyond good and evil but i hated the voice acting so much that i stopped playing it
2: you
1: didn't play it in french of uh, all the games that, to not play in french well
3: uh my friend there was not an option for french audio with english subtitles that was not a state that existed and i uh I even looked into seeing if I could maybe hack the PC version to do that, because I would like to do Shoot. that. Shoot. Nope. Luckily,
1: all Ubisoft games now have French as an option. Now they do. They do which as is nice. they should. I always put them in French. Period.
3: Probably a nice game in French. Uh, yeah, probably probably. <laughs> still an idiotic plot or whatever, but just sounds nice
4: because yeah. it's French. Yeah. I thought it, I thought it was one of the eat.
1: best video game plots of all time, though, according to uh, people I don't follow on Twitter who get retweeted. <laughs> yeah. You
2: know, you just I just got to throw
0: Mid Adams away, or he'll lose his mind.
2: There's been a few uh games out there. I'm I'm struggling to find one exactly, but things like Alien Isolation or something, where they're not super plot based, and they wind up being 20 hours when they should be about five, and you could just cut out a bunch in the middle. Um, I feel like well, there's some Alien Isolation. Alien Isolation is
1: actually the perfect candidate, right? Because it had that, there was a tiny bug in the AI, a typo. There was a typo oh, right. that completely ruined the game. And they, they, they ran it through QA forever. And then they found it like a years later. Do you all remember that? Yes. No. Yeah. Uh, they, they found, like, there was some problem with the, the alien's AI that made it really dumb. And it, it just broke a whole bunch of the pathfinding. And then they fixed it. Like it was a single typo in a single line somewhere. This is like this hits. was this was huge. Like I can't I can't I I remember when it was posted on Kotaku. I was like uh that when uh when it was discovered and then we we got like a uh, we at Kotaku. I was at Kotaku at that time and it was posted and I was like this story is going to be enormous and it was sort of big but it wasn't uh wasn't the biggest. I feel like that story should have been like ten million hits or whatever.
2: Yeah, so that, like those kinds of ones. I I used to do this series on um like worst bugs or coding tricks or whatever um where you got things like with um wing commander how they they couldn't they couldn't fix this crash bug before shipping um and it would just crash at the end of each level mm-hmm. but it didn't really matter because you know you would just then select the next level and all the, all that really happened was it popped up this cra- this crash log and so they just he- went into the hex editor and changed the crash log to say congratulations. Uh, so yeah. It just looked like so, a congratulations pop-up. I actually That's want to point out good.
1: that I, I looked it up and it is, it is Aliens Colonial Marines, not Alien Isolation. They're yeah, two, Alien Isolation.
3: Yeah, very different yeah. games. Yeah, yeah. very yes.
1: different games, but <laughs> Colonial Marines was dogpiled critically. Yeah. Yes. Like, it was completely lambasted critically. And it turns out there is there is a typo. There is a typo one... in One
2: line. That was the one that had that awesome uh alien that was just like walking around with its with its hands up kind of tented, like, well, I'm off to market. (laughs) Uh I love that one. That was real good. Yeah, the the word tether is spelled
1: T-E-A-T-H-E-R, and it should be T-E-T-H-R. Oh. In one line of all enemies AI code. They got (laughs) tethered. So (laughs) there you go. That's that's the ultimate example of that's the extreme example. Of one easily fixed thing that would make a game drastically better. That's actually maybe the correct
3: answer.
0: Uh, are we all in consensus that that's the correct answer?
3: Uh, sure. What do answer we answer. what do we say when that's
0: uh, we have? Uh, I, I think that's the next thing you have to Uno. reach a consensus on. Uno, Uno. <laughs> Uno, it is
1: Yahtzee. Go Fish. <laughs> not Yahtzee. Yeah, not Yahtzee. I don't Yahtzee like that is guy.
3: trademarked in the video game world. I'm sorry.
1: Right. Yeah. God, that guy. Is he dead yet? Did he get right. hit
3: by a bus
2: yet? Jim Another down there somewhere in Australia, person.
1: wherever it is. Yahtzee, I'm coming for you.
0: Oh, that Yahtzee.
2: Oh, that yeah. Yahtzee. Man, yeah. I think I reviewed my uh, the that video game I worked on, Indivisible, and uh, it was frustrating to listen to. The end. It's incredible that he's still around. <laughs> I agree. With his little yeah. five-minute snip fest. Is he
3: still on The Escapist?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, Wow. <laughs> Oh you yeah! Fools. Wow! I don't want to beef with nobody, but yeah. escapist escape the world
0: already. One thing I really appreciated about Indivisible is how hard it worked to make Indivisible. Oh, excellent! Excellent. <laughs> uh, well,
2: I a slightly better job so I could get paid some more money. Sure. Yeah. Well, uh, we're all looking for that. Big while now. we're
0: uh, Monday morning quarterbacking, what are some games released on one platform that really should have been on a different platform?
2: Well, all games should be on Switch yeah exactly right determined um man i i know there's some of them out there i'm i'm thinking like because you know how there's this kind of uh i was talking with uh brent porter friend of the show and of tim rogers and myself about some uh there's some video games you hear the title like from the 90s and you're like well that that game is definitely better on the genesis like robocop versus terminator like there's there's no way that the super Nintendo version of that game is the best one because it's like a tough bro license game and, and super Nintendo's not going to let you have blood. It's going to be less gritty somehow and all that kind of stuff. So I think there's probably some ones in there that should have like, I would say that the, uh, the Highlander game on Jaguar CD that I always talk <laughs> about liking, which is kind of a crappy game, but I really like it. That game would be better on any platform so that somebody would play it. Uh, For example, it would be better on PC probably, even though I don't like playing games on there. Uh, So yeah, that's a good one. Well, I got this Um, PC over here. Everything's better on PC. Let me
1: tell you.
3: Yeah, I I was about to say that. uh, As someone who does prefer playing on the PC, um, my answer to this question is anything from the GameCube era that wasn't on the GameCube because that one's got the best emulator.
4: Right. Mm. <laughs> ah, that is i true. played um
3: i played recently um hulk ultimate destruction if you remember that one which is yeah. basically grand theft auto hulk and you just kind of run around and throw cars and stuff and um it's really goofy which i really appreciate because when he, well, like one of the special moves is um that you upgrade to is you grab a car and you rip the car in half And then you put the two car halves on your fists as boxing gloves.
0: That's good. That's
3: (laughs) good stuff. And And there's there's other
0: emails with them on your hands.
3: Yeah. There's other goofy stuff. Like one of the buildings has this giant inflatable gorilla on top. So if you pick that up, you you can float now. Um, (laughs) Another good thing is there's a bonus game where like you're on a, you're on a building and a helicopter just comes in front of you and you got a big, like, like light pole or something in your hands. And, Guys just conveniently just jump out of the helicopter in front of you so that you could swing at them like baseballs. Yeah, just um, baseball, and that's good. Yeah, good game. Um, it was actually sort of the prototype of prototype, if you know prototype. And yeah. unfortunately, that one's prototype. way more serious and gross. Uh, yeah. So just play Hulk instead. But Hulk. The point being that the 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 uh, the setup playing playing it on the, that dolphin there was just so nice. You just. Load the game up, and it's like, what's up? You want it to be in widescreen? All right, here you go. You want 1080p? Cool. It just works. It just magically works. And you can even do weird things, like if you have your mouse uh, going, you can, I think, like right-click on the mouse and just move the camera wherever you want so you can see behind stuff. That's anyway, uh,
1: the origin of many YouTube series, I suppose.
3: Uh, that is the origin of Boundary Breaks, I'm pretty sure. I feel um, like
1: Boundary Break is probably like 12 different series at this time.
3: That's probably, it's probably it's not
1: a bunch of it. Boundary Break, official Boundary Break Alpha, or whatever.
3: Why you ever a
1: game called Alpha to go what? with Prototype? Oh yeah, there's got anyway, Do you want to hear my dumb answer? Which is, uh, sure. if, if I were answering this between the years of 2006 and 2010, my answer would be that uh, every decent game on the Nintendo Wii just should have been on the Xbox 360 because I could have played mm. it with a good controller, uh, free of any sort of stupid motion gimmick. So let's, face it. Let's, let's look back. Were yeah. any of those motion controls good? I don't think so. No. But you uh, know what
3: you can play those on is the uh, dolphin. dolphin emulator.
1: Um, let <laughs> me tell you so. something. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something, Frank. Have you ever played The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild in 4K 60? <laughs> Not
3: yet. You mentioned it last time around. Have you ever played uh, The
1: Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild in 1080p 240
3: FPS? Uh, I don't have that uh, that option. <laughs> Uh, so,
1: no. <laughs> because that's what I got. Breath of the Wild as an official PC release. That's yeah. what they should do. Let's assume emulators don't exist. Breath of the Wild would murder
2: on PC. It would murder on PC. Can we all agree on that? Yes. Yeah. I mean, actually, I kind of wonder why, since Nintendo is doing mobile stuff, why not do PC releases? Like, what?
3: Because they benefit Microsoft if they're on. They got, those,
2: they got those evergreen yeah. brands they're they're very confident
1: in their brands all I, I mean, ask is that they make a, a god darn backward compatible console in the future that Playstation Pro slash Xbox One X's their Switch games that's all I want, doesn't have to be tomorrow doesn't have to be next year just let Breath of the Wild be 4K60 on an official Nintendo console without having to repurchase or wait for their precious little update remaster masters to remaster it, right?
3: yeah there, or just put it on
1: PC. Yeah, right. just, give, me, give me that hot <laughs> PC version. 1080p, I
0: mean, 240. If uh, Apple buys Nintendo, maybe it'll be a Mac exclusive. Ooh. Yeah,
1: we should ask a different. Once a month, we should address the question: Who should buy Nintendo? This
0: yeah, month, who should buy Nintendo?
1: <laughs> Elon <laughs> Musk. Like... That's the answer this
0: week. Man, We're sure just, don't like that. Just, okay.
4: just let him do this,
0: it. I don't know. This week's Nintendo owner is <laughs> Elon Musk. All right, idea. let's move on, shall we? Right. Uno, sure. Uno. Um, If you were part of the Yakuza from the video game series Yakuza, what would your specialty be?
1: Singing karaoke.
4: Mm.
3: I'm going to run the club that Tim sings karaoke in.
2: (laughs) I'm going to be one of those people that's just, oh, actually, I'm going to be several of those people that's outside being like, huh, looks like a bomb went off over there. Wonder what that (laughs) is. It's probably a lot. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because i mean there there's there's always a demand they're, they're right. always out there it's gotta gotta be paying something
0: Some uh, is that like town crier is that what that is
2: yeah hear hear me hear me not hear you because i don't care about what y'all are saying it's important to hear me and that the um oh i can't remember the name of that club that that got all crashed up oh well whatever um what's it's, it's not persephone it's not man you know the one where people keep getting right into
0: show at insertcredit.com if you know <laughs> yeah. the name of the club from yakuza that got all crashed it, I, up
2: yeah that got all crashed up by by majima's truck he ran a truck into it
1: spoilers a goddamn club gets crashed up somewhere <laughs> in the yakuza series yeah
2: it gets yeah, crashed up i've been thinking about that and uh, le- I, I have had some thoughts about, like, what would, if I were in this world, what m- would my role be? And realistically, I would probably be one of those people who is like pretty dedicated to doing things the right way and then who gets shot. Like, mm. I feel like that's probably what I, because I always see those people and I'm like, yeah, this guy's, this guy's on to it. And he's, he's, he's trying to do the right thing. I bet he's going to die though. And then he does. He's gonna straight up get owned. I would yeah. be.
1: Here's here's. I mean, I, I don't know. If, see, this is asking any sort of a question of fantasy role playing. Who would you be in blank? Is uh, it's it's interesting. First of all, though, uh, uh it's it's often just a, a venue for the person to just uh, wishfully think. You know what I mean? Yeah. So let me wishfully think. Here's who I would be. I see myself as the fat daddy type. Yeah, uh, you know, <laughs> okay, the fat daddy type. The one who's uh, he's walking, like, sitting in a t- Tommy. Sitting in a tatami mat room, closed off, and I've got, like, really hot, like, 22-year-old dudes who wear sunglasses indoors, who work at, like, IBM ThinkPads, Lenovo ThinkPads now, obviously. I'm going to keep it modern, at, like, little little plywood desks out in, like, a really ugly fluorescent lit office area immediately outside the screen, bringing me tea as I sit there in a kimono. And I smoke cigarettes and I drink whiskey, the fat daddy type. That's who I would be.
2: If there, I'm talking the very top. Yeah. If they're an equivalent of like, you know, the orphan management situation that they get into. If there were that, but but with dogs, and you were one of the yakuza, and you could just manage a like a a a dog shelter, that maybe I'd be doing Mm. that one.
1: You know, a a habit Mm. I've fallen into on the internet, on podcasts and streams, is knowing the exact word the vocabulary word for a thing and then completely avoiding it, knowing that people are going to comment or tweet at me with the, the word that I mean. I know what you would call the fat daddy type Yakuza. Not going to say it though. <laughs> Not going to God darn say it. I can say it but in Japanese. If you do, you
0: know where to send it. Show it. Enter Where <laughs> yeah. uh, I will read it. No one else
2: pedantically. <laughs> Some other people might look at it someday.
0: Maybe the library of Congress pedantically
1: hand me my hat
3: i'd be an evolution of brandon's job in that i would be a random person who stands on the street waiting for a stranger to come ask me what's wrong and then have a problem that can be solved with violence
2: oh yeah you know there are a lot of those in this world i i have it's it's been pretty funny to you know play through all these games and be like how are they gonna let to me beating somebody up in this scenario. It really doesn't seem like it's going to make sense. And then they just do it. And sometimes it doesn't make sense, which is fine. But uh, yeah, I don't, man, there was this one, this this is a total aside, but it's still Yakuza where the, I don't want to spoil too many things, but there's a lady Mm -hmm. who gets like sold into sexual slavery. And then we just find out about it. and, And it's the reason that she has this serious problem. And then immediately after finding this out and getting her out of a bad scenario, uh, our hero takes her to a love hotel. Uh, oh, and gosh. I'm not trying to hit on you or anything. And it's like, come on. You, the, the developers really show their hand sometimes in a way that is unfortunate, <laughs> I find. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's mostly good. But I, I've, I've also kind of noticed that I think, I suspect that for the American versions, They're putting some of the uh, grosser side quests toward the very end of the game and hiding them in more difficult to reach spots. I think there's
1: whole extremely boring Twitter accounts dedicated to pointing out when that has
2: happened. Oh, is that correct?
1: (laughs) (laughs) That makes sense to me. They're managed by large groups of people and followed by like 15,000 humans with like nothing to do. Oh, talking Maybe about
0: that, that would be Brandon's job in the Yakuza, just like moving those quests to less accessible areas. Yeah, uh, that, let me get
1: that side oh, yeah. quest out of the public. Like if you've ever been to Kabuki-cho lately, you know that there was a, I don't know if it was, it wasn't particularly done by the Yakuza though. They sure did move a whole lot of uh, kabuki side quests out of the public eye, oh, uh, literally in real life. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. Place used to fine. be
1: gross and now it's like, Tourist Bonanza's Fisherman's Wharf of itself now, basically. I think I mentioned, oh, I think I mentioned
2: crikey. Freak.
0: Daddy's dead. Daddy is dead. Uh so video game news. Mario Maker <clears throat> 2 just received its final major update. Uh, leaving aside the fact that there should really just be one continuously updated Mario Maker game, mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. are they holding back for Mario Maker 3?
3: mario typing
1: obviously make your own mario uh mario and looks like mario is missing there why can't i make my own mario is missing levels kaboom uh that's the obvious jokes um well (laughs) it's it's very clear that they put super mario bros 2 stuff in there and that on the menu in mario maker 2 when you make a world and you choose the style there's mario 1 2 and 3 uh, or there's mario 1 mario 3 mario world and then there's a separate little cordoned-off section called Other Game Modes that just has Super Mario 3D World in it. Clearly, they were going to add another one, and then they didn't. They were going to add Super Mario Brothers 2, clearly. <laughs> and then instead of actually doing it, they just include a couple Super Mario Bros. 2 three things in this uh, update. So, so what you're
3: saying is the easiest job in the video game industry would be adding <laughs> just, Super Mario Bros. 2 to Mario Maker 2. Right? Clearly. No, I yeah. mean I
1: mean, in all seriousness, they're probably just gonna do it in Mario Maker 3. Uh they're I mean they're probably they probably were gonna do it and then they didn't. It says other game modes, and then there's just one with an empty space next to it. It's pretty obvious they were gonna put another one. What? Those punks. And, it's whatever. obvious
3: that they were at least planning the ability to put more but i don't, I don't know if they were mm-hmm. definitely doing another um
1: it's plural and there's an empty space yeah. there, <laughs> there's a two <laughs> by two grid of mario one mario three mario world and new super mario bros and then beneath it other game modes with super mario 3d world taking up one space with an exact space next to it and then listen the, all the, the pieces, of are all all pieces,
3: pieces are there and all the pieces are there every
2: single
1: god darn piece
2: a commenter on the internet would call that definitive proof (laughs) definitive (laughs) definitive proof
1: well they did add a bunch of mario 2 stuff to the this update they added a bunch like you can do mario 2 characters mario 2 enemies you can stand on top of enemies you just can't make it the world style
4: you can make a world now
1: people really wanted you to wanted to be able to make full worlds and campaigns and now they can that's a wild thing for them to add as a Feature. They really should just have a game called Super Mario Maker, and then have a twenty dollar update every year. I think they should. That's do definitely ten- what they
2: should do. But here's here's my pitch for what they should do with Mario Maker three, and uh, hear me out because it's a very good idea. Uh just have this exact same kind of a wrapper, but it's Sonic instead. Okay. Yeah. Just put. Just have it only be Sonic, and take all that. Take all the Mario stuff out, and uh, and then just do a Sonic one, and that's that's Mario Maker three. Well, first I mean, of all,
0: stop there. We could uh, we could go full Bonk Maker. Get bonk Maker. It.
2: That's the joke that was
1: expected. The joke <laughs> of destiny. Um, in all seriousness, Mario is the
2: best. However, a Sonic <laughs> Maker would be good. A uh, I was making a fan one, and it looks pretty nice. And I'm frankly, I'm kind of like, why? Seems like something Sega could just jump. I mean, it's not easy to make. But if clear, I was oh yeah to have money, I would I would be looking at it because like. So many fans are making their own little Sonics here and there. Uh, Just let them do it pay you money. They already tried letting fans make a Sonic and it was the best Sonic ever.
1: Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Try that again. Uh, Maybe, maybe the fans know a little bit more than you guys, uh, you know, over at Sega. I guess Sonic Mania
0: was a Sonic maker.
1: Yeah, exactly. It was, it was basically the, uh, an Uber Sonic maker. Yeah,
3: but Sonic level design is, I don't know, like it's, it 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 takes a lot longer to get to the candy you know what i mean like with 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 mario you can just put a a whole bag of skittles on the the screen at once and and a lot of stuff happens but if
1: i I can if i can oh sorry
3: yeah go ahead please Uh, if
1: i can say two things number one seriously the hardest job in the video game industry is uh, anything related to ui uh super mario maker is a ton of ui not only that it is some of the best ui uh, ever to exist in the video game industry it 's incredible how nice and thoughtful and intuitive the yeah they just put it together is. uh so the other thing I was going to say serious question, Brandon, have you played Mario Maker two? have you checked it out it 's uh, incredibly it 's incredibly good, and I think you would have a really good time
2: so I played cause... it i mean I, I looked at it a little bit i didn 't look at it too much i looked at it enough to see that the u i was pretty clever and they they lead you to learn how to do stuff in a way that 's much better than for example that dreams game, which is so complicated. Oh, yeah. Um, oh man uh, i i streamed mario maker 2 and i got a comment on my stream chat
1: or on the youtube that was like now the dreams is coming out do you think mario maker 2's community is gonna move over to that and i was like no what
4: what What?
1: how where like how clueless are you did i mean was that (laughs) was that a great joke like i don't know um i mean it's they're different god darn things Uh, but mario maker 2 one of the best experiences i ever had with video games was uh uh, against Kotaku's wishes I streamed for four hours one day in the middle of the day just letting Kotaku's readers send me codes for their own Mario Maker levels and I played them and critiqued them and there was just a bunch of really chill levels people made for their girlfriend's birthday or whatever it's a whole lot of stuff like that and uh, there's just so much stuff on there it is just a uh, god darn bottomless well of video game ideas and content and fun and I, I think it's worth owning it's worth owning yeah. for everybody you got
2: a little what a little story about that where oh, uh, my girlfriend she wanted it so that she could make levels and kind of mess with me uh, like make levels and have me play them kind of thing which is what people like to do that's the whole point of it um and so she made one level that was supposed to trick me to do something but i never <laughs> i never you I never very cute story but uh, <laughs> i never did it I never Fine, did it. it was like game. Game design is hard, it turns out. And it was a great little moment.
4: We'll be right back after a short break. Hello, this is Blaine Brown, show editor, coming to you once again during our ad less break. I have two points of business. One, to remind you once again to check out the forums at forums.insertcredit.com. And two, I have some bad news. A minute or two of Jaffy's audio in the second half of the show didn't make it. We did everything we could to save the patient, but sometimes a dollar ain't worth a dime in this crazy world. It wasn't very much audio, mostly one of the questions. What you will hear is an artistic recreation of the question. So, sharpen your Highlights for Kids magazine skills and spot the difference. Back to the show. Welcome back to
0: Video Games. Here's question number seven.
4: My (laughs) trademark goddarn
0: slogan. (laughs) Question seven. Yeah. Sell me on disaster report. Oh. Disaster report. Sell
3: you on disaster report. As yeah, a should should I, series.
0: Yeah, should I play it? Uh it's, it's, you should it's play it's Raw Danger
3: specifically.
0: Yeah,
1: that's that's the best one.
3: Uh I haven't played 3, but I've played Raw Danger which is 2 and then I I've, I've now played 4. Um
2: I recently then- bought 3. I do have it here. Okay. I've got 3.
3: Um on the ps I know we've talked about Raw Danger on this podcast. Before yeah. years, literally years ago. um But I mean, how do we sell you on this? Like, Jappy,
1: do you think yeah. Die Hard is a Christmas movie?
4: Um, not
1: particularly. <laughs> the worst <I> mean, <laughs> discussion. At least on Christmas. <laughs> Would you like a video game that is a Christmas video game
0: more? Then Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Um, I asked you to sell me on uh, disaster report, not Christmas nights.
2: Oh, That's I feel a good like that Christmas night. I'm gonna tell so, you what,
1: I've I've got a weird soft spot for Japanese media Christmas. Uh it's very it's a, a weird secular appreciation of Christmas. I yeah, like
2: it with it. its own rituals that are like societally induced rather than religion induced.
1: Raw Danger, which is Disaster Report 2, uh, Zetai Zetsume Toshi 2, uh, Zetai Zetsume Toshi 1 was translated as Disaster Report. Raw Danger was, uh, Zetai Zetsume Toshi 2 was released as Raw Danger because they didn't, by the same publisher who didn't really care to establish any continuity with the previous game, which was not very popular. Anyway, um, in case anybody listening doesn't know, Raw Danger takes place on Christmas in a Japanese yeah. office building Yeah, that is... Uh, Just opened by some fancy corporation, a Japanese office building on an island, a man-made island in Tokyo Harbor, uh, during which there is a, it it takes place during a a corporate Christmas party, during which a a flood, it begins, the the, the island begins to flood, and structural problems begin to flood this building,
2: and uh, it's fantastic. How's that for a setup? I mean, it's a pretty the, good start. I think the way that I would sell it is like, if you like the idea of a sandbox game, but don't want to actually have a sandbox there, like it, 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 it gives you the hint of a big world, but it actually keeps you in a pretty small, constrained box mm-hmm. while while giving you a, a fun illusion of of freedom. Um, yeah, yeah,
3: that's part of it. That's part of it, but it's also like. I mean, it's it's got some of the that 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 yakuza in it. Um, in that there's a lot of uh, strange sort of NPC relationship yes. things that you do.
2: I'm um, just about to mention that part too. Yeah, so. it, it's it,
3: it's a game that um can take itself seriously in one moment and then just completely not in the next. Um, you you have moments where you can react to situations. However, you want. And I mean, the one example I can remember off the top of my head from raw danger is that um, you're escaping with some other people from the restaurant that you're working at at the beginning of the game. And the chef from the restaurant is uh, hanging on for life because the overpass that he was standing on just collapsed and, and he's about to fall and you run over uh, to possibly help him. But then you are given choices. Uh, one of them is, you know, pull him up and help him. I think one of them is just smile at him. And then I think another one is steal his hat. Um, and you can just take his chef hat and then put it on and then walk over to the group and be like, I'm sorry, there's, there was nothing I could do. The chef died. Um, and it's, it's full of moments like that. Uh, yeah. Another one that, that, that comes to mind is um, you're playing as a different character at the end of the game, which, by the way, is why Raw Danger is probably the best. Because you play yeah. through the same scenario from five different perspectives. And yeah, it's, great. it's excellent. Um, great along style. There's one where uh, a guy has a knife to your throat, kind of took you hostage, right? And so you can, you can. I don't remember. Like, be alarmed. You can like try to come on to him to distract him. <laughs> um, and one of the options is lick the knife. So
0: terrific. Lick- you yes. know what? I'm sold. Lick the knife.
3: <laughs> lick the knife.
0: I'm giving that point to Frank. Una. You can look you can look the knife. Yeah. All right.
3: Taxi driver is the best chapter.
0: Sure. Uh, has there ever been an Alamo draft house of video games?
2: No, Oh what man. I I that actually would... have a a write up somewhere for the <laughs> what I would consider the ideal barcade. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: And, uh, I uh, I require money to answer this question because I've been asked <laughs> professionally too many times. <laughs> I'm dead serious. Dead serious. Uh, yeah.
2: Yeah. You have a write up, Brandon? Yeah, I do. It's uh, yeah. it's just basically like deemphasizing the the bar aspect in in that. You know, you don't want people pouring drinks all over your arcade video games. You want to make sure that 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 stuff happens in a way that that people can naturally put their beverages somewhere that is safely away from the machine, but also close enough. But you also want to have it not be so incredibly loud out there. Like I would have baffle stuff on the ceiling. So the volume isn't, isn't going crazy so that people can sort of hear each other. Uh, I would also want to have, um, like for fighting games and other competitive sort of games to have, um, video feed out into some large monitors so that people can watch tournaments happen live. And, uh, there is that, that 82 bar in, Los Angeles does do some of that stuff. There was another big element which was oh yeah, basically real-time live leaderboards. Well, not real-time. Updated every every day leaderboards done with chalk on a big wall so that you have a reason to come back and defend your honor and that kind of stuff. Um, but you would also have to have some some kind of general rules in there to stop people from being obnoxious and Getting drunk and knocking stuff over the way they have at the the draft house, which is obviously challenging in a something that has the word bar in it so maybe maybe bar is is actually the the weakest link of this particular scenario that I'm proposing
3: you know i I want to yeah. say something which is that I think the barcade is our generation's uh fifties diner, and I think in both situations uh you should maybe just uh realize your childhood's over and you're gonna die and maybe get over it
2: well yeah i mean i think that that's the way that a lot of them are presented because they're all just like here's games from this era when i was young and i'm trying to recreate it but i do think there's a way to make it fun for a wider swath of people and and yeah. it doesn't have to recreate that that old arcade feel it can be done in a way that's new and different yeah. I
3: think. but if it's the alamo equivalent uh, then it does have to present it uh, as it would have been, right? Because, like, one of the promises of the El- Alamo yeah. Draft House is that it's, you know, 35-millimeter film in, in, like, a theater environment with stuff that plays before the movie. Uh, maybe not completely Really accurate,
1: good pre-shows. But
3: yeah, but, it, you know, it's bringing back that, right? Um, and so yeah. I, I do think you would have to um, be recreating... Uh, that environment at least in some way or maybe modernizing it right because there the is pre the pre-show stuff at alamo isn't like literally a 40s newsreel right, right. like they they have okay okay uh, so what's the modern equivalent of an arcade then right like like taking what worked in the arcades in its glory days and and making it modern Yeah, um, it
1: doesn't just have to be arcades i think it can be right. video games
2: <laughs> yes
1: just the whole history of them
2: and it's yeah. and it's getting people to interact with each other and meet each other in a competitive friendly way like you would at Evo yes. or whatever okay. like
3: okay so i think it's i think it's not these antique cabinets that no. all the things have i think yeah. you're you're building stuff with nice controls uh maybe using original boards or whatever that's fine and in fact that's probably what you would do if you're the Alamo equivalent right you like you're like the, the, the Alamo Draft House when they play old movies are using vintage film, right? So maybe it is, you know, the original games, but build an experience that is now, right? For for sort of hovering around and discovering things. And and I and I think, you know, the the video out thing is a really good example of that, right? Like sort of being able to browse what these video games are. Yeah. Um is an arcade experience. So that's a good version of that. Um I would have more of the sort of killer queen style of modern game
4: Mm -hmm. uh
3: there's a lot of like neat indie games that are only in like regional arcades you don't even hear about um so i would i would populate it with that sort of stuff and not worry about like oh do we have ninja turtles or whatever Um, yeah
2: totally um, i have this this like it it's not exactly what what should happen here but it it makes me think about this kind of scenario. I was in, uh, Hyderabad, India, heck of a town. And I went to a movie theater to see a, a Bollywood film. Uh, I saw the one that almost got banned because it had a Pakistani dude in it. Uh, and they had to, they had to put like a special disclaimer. We support the troops at the end of it because (laughs) it was was ridiculous. Anyway. Um, while I was waiting for the movie to start, um, There was an arcade and this arcade was exclusively decommissioned Japanese games with only Japanese instructions. uh, Most of which I had not seen in an arcade anywhere forever. Like riding hero was there. And I was thinking like, what are these people going to make? well, I, uh, I'm, I, uh,
1: can I make a non comment that is not about what we were, the, that does not answer the question? <laughs> Real life
4: Alex Jaffe here, and no, Tim, that is against the rules.
1: Oh, come on. That should be fair. At least once per week.
3: Well, we used to, no, we used we used to have a rule where we could, we could all agree to, to give well, a minute. So, we'll bring so. Back in a minute. all right. I'm good with Tim. Yeah.
1: My no. non comment is. I'm very, very pleased to hear that neither Frank nor Brandon hit within a hundred miles of the concept I am developing for a client. So thank you, Uh, which is definitely a million percent objectively a great idea. So everybody look forward to that whenever the world unends itself. Uh, uh, Ten years from now, maybe. I don't know.
4: Real life Alex Jaffe hosted this show here with the next question. If you could own any piece of clothing from a video game, what would it be? Ooh.
1: First of all, that Death Stranding jacket, a lot of people were talking about that on my Twitter feed and in my Twitter. It happens every goddarn time there's a piece of clothing that goes for like a price. I was playing Final Fantasy VII Remake and someone was like, Rufus's jacket, man, if that was uh, in a store, like it would be like $500. And I was like, "Man, are you out of your mind? That would be like nine thousand dollars, probably right. nine to ten thousand. That jacket is way more than a a god darn five hundred dollar fan gamer sort of replica thing. That's a god darn Dior nonsense."
2: Well, when you got people who don't understand how much it costs to make a video game or how much time it takes, <laughs> uh, and you got them commenting about how much it would cost to make a piece of fashion, something that they, no offense to them, yeah. probably know even less about. Uh, uh-huh. yeah, that's a recipe for exactly what you're talking about, right? There. I think,
1: uh, I think $1,900 for that. So like, I mean, I guess I accidentally at some point in my life acquired an understanding of just generally how much, uh, super fancy idiot clothes cost. So $1,900 for that jacket. I saw that jacket. It looks good. Whatever. I wouldn't buy it, but that's cool. I can I understand
2: mean, it. It's that I just brand, remember that brand is all, all their stuff is in that range. Like it's, it's yeah. not. Yeah. Know, surprise. Yeah. I just, so I, re- I, yeah.
3: I, I just want to make sure I clarify the question is any piece of uh, clothing from a video games in my closet tomorrow, right?
0: That's correct. Uh, not okay. Not.
3: Inf- infinite ammo bandana.
2: The witch.
3: I- I'm going to get the infinite ammo bandana.
2: Uh, oh. Yeah, for Which of your weapons? So you can murder people.
3: No, so I have uh, have as much ammo as I want. I don't know.
2: What do you what you do you ammo for what? Not murder, murder
0: <laughs> people. Sell
3: it or something it or make, make make art with it. Sell it do you it.
0: really want to put such a powerful weapon in the hands of, uh, of me this as opposed goal? to anyone
3: else, yeah.
2: I mean, infinite I mean. ammo the way. But then I'm... you have
0: to empty your clip down to one bullet.
2: And oh, that's uh, a good point. And then put it on. So that's that you have like... the
1: tracer bullet.
2: Someone got uh, very annoyed at me recently because we in the video game industry colloquial re- coll- colloquially refer to magazines as clips. When a clip is something that it, you put into a magazine, like a clip is a set number of bullet in a little sure. um, little mm-hmm. wedge that goes into a magazine. But clip oh, just,
0: that explains it, why Frank wants this. He wants infinite magazines. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Oh, infinite uh,
2: um anyway i want box toga oh that would be a good
1: one where that i just now. want to talk about this death stranding jacket i sure. remember when when there was like a bathing ape uh baby milo or whatever somebody did a, a super mario brothers t-shirt collaboration back in like 2005 2006 and i just remember these breathless blog posts being like who the heck would buy a 300 dollar t-shirt <laughs> right and it's like I don't know that's just how much that brand is. So I actually just Googled Death Stranding Jacket. Very first search result. Who the heck bought the $1,900 Death Stranding Jacket two days ago in gaming? And so it comes down here. You get a little bit further down. It's uh, designed by uh, by Errolson Hugh of acronym, right? First of all, if you don't immediately know the name of the fashion brand acronym, maybe don't write anything about this. If yeah. You have to Google it like maybe don't cuz you're going to look like a moron right so it's uh, uh, I of course know this brand cuz i'm a an idiot fan of this weird uh is tactical prepper style uh, yeah. perma wearable uh permanent clothing that will last you for literally th- i own a jacket that will literally last for thousands of years i own a keyboard that will last me for literally 200 years i mean i'm going to be i'm going to be god darn bone dust by the time my jacket biodegrades like uh, I'm I, I'm all cool with this stuff. You get like eight million paragraphs down. Actually, five paragraphs in.
4: Acronyms clothes are
1: also rather pricey in general. It's like yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that's <laughs> it, man. It's a real it's a real item of clothing made by the real brand that designed a bunch of the real clothes in the game. Like I don't know, man. Seems cool to me. So in other words, I want this jacket. That's what I want, man. Give me the nineteen hundred dollar death stranding jacket. I'd wear this. It's fantastic looking.
2: You know, end. I I feel like in general the the fashion in video games is not that fantastic. I think we can probably agree on mm-hmm. that. One. Uh, Death so there, Stranding, though, dude, there isn't a whole lot that I really want. Like, I appreciate the acronym stuff, uh and necrosoft Games programmer Shane Marks is a huge fan of that exact type of thing, where you mm-hmm. you buy one thing and then you get to keep it, and you get to keep wearing that for a very long time, and it's just uh either black or some shade of slate you know um so yeah i i get that stuff but like in general i feel like so many of these video games that try to do fashion are just stuck in 2002 era zen mall or hot topic yeah. and they they just can't get out of, i recently saw i'm not going to mention who it was but i recently saw someone who was posting uh on twitter like Oh my God, I'm obsessed with this jacket. Where can I get something like it? And it was a character from persona five. And I looked at it and I was like, well, if it were 2006, you could run right down to hot topic and get it for $20. Like it it looked like a, like a gosh darn costume, but I'm just going to say, I, Oh, Oh yeah. Sorry. No, you go for it.
1: I became a big fan of the Japanese brand buzz Rickson's, a subsidiary of Toyo enterprises when they were name dropped by Motosada Mori in an interview about the video game metal gear solid by Hideo Kojima in 1998. So I think, uh, I would just rather own, uh, I would, I would like to own a bunch of the stuff from metal gear solid. Just give me anything from metal gear solid one, because it's all based on Buzz Rickson's, uh, m- museum grade replicas of us military gear. That's my stuff.
2: I think I would be into, uh, this is cheating, but, uh, a lot of the clothes in the Sailor Moon uh, anime series are things that I would wear, and you get those in the video games sometimes. So that's a that's a cheat. But that's I would not a with, cheat if you agree right now that this is also an anime podcast. <laughs> uh, no, Uno. what's up, <laughs> Uno. <laughs> Uh Yeah, it's it's. It, I think my ultimate answer might be maybe nothing. From the video games that I know mm. of are something that I would buy and own, but I think that I would you're, like. You're,
0: you were given this crazy no strings attached wish, and your answer is no, thanks. Well, because
2: mm. of the video games that exist, I do. There's just not that much good stuff that I would actually wear. Like things that I think look cool are, you know, like armor with four shoulder pads on it. But I don't want to cool. wear. It. Then
3: get that and sell it. I mean, come on.
2: Get yeah, Zach's I- outfit from Final Fantasy 7 Remake.
1: Uh, what I actually want, I just want, I want Sam Porter, final answer, Uno, I want Sam Porter Bridges' black, plain black suit from Death Stranding, the
0: the plain black one that you get. All right, I'll accept that just before the buzzer. Uh, we've got one more question before we go into the lightning round. Uh, a maniac locks you in a one-room cell Rude. until you become the best speedrunner in the world. At a video Ooh. game of your choice, okay, what game do you pick. Mm. Good question.
2: Uh, well, I'm probably gonna pick that like short path game. Uh, it's short, and I could get out of that cell quicker. Uh, if
0: you, you tie the record for best in the world, it doesn't count.
2: Yeah, because uh, because that's the thing. Like
3: it's like oh, Super Mario Brothers. You beat it in five minutes. Like, well, people spend years to save two frames. <laughs> you know, so. Yeah it mm-hmm. uh, so It's got to be obscure also. Obscure. Yeah, yeah, and obs- obscure is exactly where I'm going. And I, I don't have a candidate yet. Um I got see. one I got one uh, go I'm I'm not going to check on speedrunning.net or whatever wherever things go now. I don't even know. Um but uh Alf on the Sega Master System is game. a five minute game. That's actually <laughs> not good, but it's kind of interesting. Um and I once jokingly tried to uh, map it out as a speedrun because I was like, no one has posted anything. So I'm going to I'm going to be the champion at ALF on the master system. Um, Terrible game, but I think it would not be that hard to uh, to put up the uh, the top leaderboard spot. And uh, um, and I hate myself, so it'd be fun to punish myself. Uh, The
0: world record on ALF was last set three months ago uh, for five minutes, nine seconds.
3: Ooh, that's, that's, that's rough. Okay. Yeah. That's,
1: that's so all, all, all you need to do is become, for the rules of this contest, all you need to do is become the best. You need to set the record. And yes. then you can be let free. It doesn't matter if somebody breaks it immediately afterward. Exactly. Right? Well, buddy, I've got PR connections. So an unreleased video game. Kaboom.
2: Oh, I win. Oh you wouldn't have in this, uh, in, this, in this room. You wouldn't be able to get them. That's not uh, is, uh, where was that stipulated? yeah I didn't where yeah. was that where was that stipulated? Chaffee, you said <laughs> what, what was the room description that you said?
0: Um it, it was a single room cell and uh, I did not give any uh, specifications as to the the variety of video games he
1: has All access he, to. Yeah. Uh, All okay. he specified was the game of my choice.
2: Well, game I mean, of my choice it's true. In that case, I would do one of my unreleased video games like that. Give me a PC and I'll make a game. No, you can't You can't put your hand on top of the
1: baseball bat nub and on my IQ test blasting answer like
2: that. I feel like if we're, well, that was actually my first answer. My original thought was that, but I was like, that's not within the spirit of the question. So I'm if not. you didn't say it, you didn't spray it. it. Yeah, I, well, I did it after because you know. Anyway, <laughs> no, I I kind of
0: hate this answer, but I have to admit I did not stipulate that you couldn't do that.
2: But you know, what
3: uh, be a good one if if we're if we're uh, if we're uh, done with these these jerk off answers. Is, uh, <laughs> Thank you. Is uh, a text adventure because I don't think people really speed run those, and I yeah, type pick, pretty yeah. fast.
1: Pick so, one. People don't speed run. That's yeah. probably what Jaffe wanted us to say. Something I'm, like that. I'm not something like that. I gotta though, if there were, though if you're talking a video game that I'm going to be forced to play a lot until I become good at it, like if you're going to answer this in a nice, a spiritually nice way, a game I would like to get good at. Well, how would you answer that? Who would? Who, does anybody have an answer at the top of their head? Game you mm. would just like to get good at? So I would love to be good at Castlevania Bloodlines, that exact one. No, let's just say Rondo of Blood. I would like to be the world's best Rondo of Blood player. It's never going to happen. But there it is.
2: My first thought was Splatterhouse for the TurboGrafx PC Engine. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm already pretty good at it to where I can give specific pieces of advice on how people can do better. But there's some stuff that I just can't do well enough, like the slides. Uh, I can't do them consistently or, or properly with a PC Engine controller. So that would be one that I would enjoy getting better at and it's it's the one that i'm closest to being able to do right now which is probably more within the spirit of the question
3: i'm gonna say symphony of the night seems like it'd be a cool one to say that i'm 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 really good at i think the movement in that game is really nice and i think there's enough variety in there that it's it's a little bit hard to get bored um but also i think the most fun one for me to watch people speed run is mario 64 i think oh, that's that, a good one the, the, the way that that game's routed out is just exquisite and it's like it's it's just about perfection of movement and it looks really cool when you do it so that yeah, would be like a cool that. one to be able to do. What,
2: the, what, the ones that are not fun to watch are the ones, like there's a couple Zeldas and uh, I think Turok 2 where the optimal way to play is to look at the wall at all times yeah. so that like the frame rate stays low. That blows. <laughs> That's just yeah. like the worst. He's not fun.
3: But that's what's cool about the Mario sixty four speedruns is that for the most part, the way the fastest way is to be really good at the game as intended. Yeah.
1: And R- I, Rondo is twenty one minutes and seventeen seconds is the world record for Rondo right. Blood. That doesn't seem doable, but it doesn't
2: seem impossible. I think I like the Splatterhouse one is in the like sub eight minute or around eight minutes, which is but the, oh wait, no, that's for a tool assisted speedrun, so that's different. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh, for not, which not system? The TurboGrafx? the arcade, yeah. Turbo. Uh,
0: the Turbo graphics record is twenty-one minutes, twenty-seven oh. seconds.
2: Okay, yeah, that's, yeah, see, that's, that's
0: good.
1: Cool. So Rondo's twenty-one minutes, seventeen seconds. It's like the length of a of a sitcom episode. So no, I
0: think we've I'm established it, our, what it, it was beaten. Uh, that that was the most recent submission, but the record was set a year ago at twelve minutes fifty-seven yeah, seconds. Yeah, see,
2: that's what I'm talking about for there, Rondo. There you that's probably Maria. No, that's for, for Splatterhouse. Oh, for Splatterhouse.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, but
2: Maria, Rondo, she's she's
1: a little faster. Yeah, Rondo Blood Richter, twenty one. Yeah, I like I like I think that's the perfect length for a video game. is a game you can skillfully speedrun in uh, twenty two minutes.
3: So it's something, yeah, that you just kind of pick up for comfort food once in a while. Once you're good at it, right? You mm-hmm. just kind of play through the thing. Yeah, like Ducktales would be a good one.
1: One hundred percent would be a good one. One hundred percent Rondo Richter only forty six minutes thirty
0: six seconds. <laughs> Not bad. Not bad. Uh, We're going to go into the lightning round. We're a little short on time, so I'm going to truncate it a little. Kill Uh, it. This game is called Auto Player One. Imagine for a moment that video games were like YouTube videos. After you finished a game, an algorithmically chosen video game would be selected for you after completion. Uh Uh-oh. I'm going to name a game, and you're going to tell me which game would come up next.
3: In an algorithm or from us? Our brain's algorithm. Okay. Your brain's algorithm. Okay.
0: Your first game is Destiny 2.
3: Destiny 1. Borderlands 1. (laughs) Either one of those answers.
2: Yeah, Borderlands. Okay. Plock. Oh, heck. uh, Uh, Rayman. Tinhead. Tinhead? Tinhead? Tinhead Tinhead for the Genesis uh, designed by Richard LaMartian.
0: Yeah, there you go. Uh, Jet Force Gemini. Jet Set Radio. (laughs) <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay uh breath of fire dragon quarter oh man breath
2: of fire dragon's dollar <laughs> breath of not the wild again.
1: there you go. <laughs> sure oh, no that's actually not probably not right it would probably be uh, mega man mega man x command uh, mega man x command mission or whatever sure. it's called
0: okay uh suzuki bakuhatsu
2: oh suzuki. yeah um probably one of those uh Kudu Kudu Kururin Kuru games, the the one where you got to keep the the stick in the center. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, Kudu Zero X. Yeah,
0: that's not Return a of one. the Obra Dinn. Oh,
2: papers,
3: that's, please. That's uh, the one
2: yes. color. Yes, one or, okay. that's the one. Yeah, Lucas Pope. Um, the Pope. I think Papers Please would make a lot of sense, but it would be cool to have it be more like a uh, some. Weird. All right. Well, whatever. I, we, we shouldn't it, take too long.
3: Is overdone the 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 one on the ship? It's on the yes. ship. Uh, yeah. I, I would okay. say
2: gone, gone home. Oh, gone home. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Maximo, ghosts to glory. Oh, oh. Uh, blinks too. <laughs> yeah. Delta
0: Deltarune? Delta rune. Uh, I don't remember yeah. what that one is I, I forget what Deltarune <laughs> is also. Deltarune is the sequel to Undertale
1: yeah it's the oh, ongoing right, yeah, yeah. in development yeah, right. sequel to Undertale Oops. I uh, think it would be uh, R-Type Delta probably sure I am just. I, I have on, bad R-style. experience with algorithms
0: usually is all yeah you know, that right. is usually how algorithms <laughs> yeah. work Whichever oh, yeah.
2: is, is the new um, Stardew Valley like that Chucklefish is making but with witches I think it would be that one bad. Now. Uh Nobi Nobi Boy, yes, yes, Nobi yeah, Nobi Boy, good, that's a good one. And finally,
0: Kingdom Hearts Two Final Mix,
1: uh, a big Final Fantasy Seven
0: remake. Oh. <laughs> Final Fantasy Seven remake, that's yeah, that's, that's exactly correct. A steaming <laughs> and I think that makes Tim our winner this week. uh Tim, oh. you're going to choose the first topic in our next episode, so get ready Uh-oh. for that. Look out, everybody! Yeah. Uh, I think we did a pretty good job here for our uh, sophomore comeback, Uh, but we'll Mm -hmm. uh, continue to refine this with the feedback that you send to show at insertcredit.com. Maybe if you ask a question, it'll make it on the show. No guarantees. They might all be stupid. None at all. Until next time, I'm Alex Jaffe.
2: I'm Tim Rogers. (laughs) Yeah. I'm Brandon Sheffield, and you should join the forums at forums.insertcredit.com. Uh, I'm Frank Spaldi, and yeah, sure, go do that.
0: And we've decided the sign-off this week is, well, whatever, who cares? Game over, yeah!
4: Agree with each other or suffer the buzzer.